That was not a sound effect, actually. <laughs> Welcome back to Time on Omega. I have been in hibernation for three, four months now. It is now December 15th as the time of this recording. As you know, Christmas is here, holiday season's in here, and oh, lovely seasonal depression. I just love, love that. So if you're wondering where the fuck I've been for the last three months, I'm just gonna say it right here. Um, first of all, I'm sorry. I have not been uploading. Like, the last episode you saw, like, an hour ago or something like that. Yeah, that was pre-recorded in the beginning of September, actually. Which is, God, fucking two or three months ago now. Can't believe time feels goes by so fast, but that's besides the point. There has been a bunch of shit since I passed over. Like, fuck, way, way too much shit. Like... NBA bubble, elections, next generation consoles, you know, the good old stuff. So I'm going to be right here for the next God knows how many hours or so. Just rambling and rambling about all the shit I like. So let's begin with the big one. The bubble. Now, when the season got suspended in fucking March or April, that was when I just started it. That was when the coronavirus took over and took over. Then... The protests happened about BLM, about racial inequality, all that stuff, right? So the NBA decided to do a bubble, if you will, which was basically a one location in Disney World in Orlando where I think it was like 10, 15 teams playing for the championship. It was a pretty good, it was a pretty good bubble, you know, guys like LeBron, Butler, all those teams were there. And when they got there, it was a pretty good bubble. It lasted for... I would say three to four months. It lasted from July to October, which is a pretty good, you know, which is like a four-month playoffs considering the real playoffs were what I mean, like April to June. That's not bad. That's like a one-month extra, you know. They promised, you know, not only we're going to provide you with good basketball, but also promote social justice and whatnot. You know, they had like, you know, promos and everything. It was a good... It was really good from a basketball standpoint. We saw guys like Luka Doncic, Jamal Murray, Nikola Jokic step up the fucking plate and just eight, eight out there. You saw guys like LeBron winning his fourth ring, Jimmy Butler in Miami Heat just kicking ass and just taking names. It was really, really good. But always, there's not, there can't be such as a good thing, you know, because if it's too much of a good thing, it's a bad thing. So when the bubble got started, you know, the idea was, you know, BLM, social justice, all that, right? But then when the shooting happened in Milwaukee where another person died, the Milwaukee Bucks in their own backyard basically said, hey, we're not going to play this game. We don't feel like it. It felt wrong. So they decided to withdraw the game, basically just sitting out. And the Orlando Magic, who at the time were their opponents, did the same thing. And then hours later, Portland and the Lakers did it. And then hours later, the Rockets and Thunder did it. And it basically, they were basically considering ending the season way earlier. Because, you know, with, with, the, with so much injustice happening, why would you play a game of basketball in there, you know? Where, where the mindset's not right, all that, right? But then, you know, LeBron was like, hey, we started here, we're going to finish it here. And, oh my goodness, from, from a political standpoint, it was okay. But from a basketball standpoint, ooh, that was so good. First of all, everyone should know I'm a Lakers fan. First of all, like I have a Magic Johnson jersey. Hell, I have even have a LeBron Lakers jersey too, and I have a Kobe one. So you can tell I 
I've been. Uh, I will admit this. I am a LeBron fan first, a Laker fan second. But oh my goodness, when the Clippers lost, oh boy, I fucking enjoyed. Everyone's like, oh, the Clippers will win. Kawhi's the best clutch player since Kobe Bryant. He trained with Kobe Bryant, Paul George, the best two-way player in the league. You know, I'm just like. Okay, you guys had good wins, but you weren't extraordinary. And come to playoff time, they went to the Mavericks in six. Yeah, they won against the Mavericks, but in six games against a 20-year-old Luka Doncic, who was an all-star this year, and he was MVP candidate. And that man, that buzzer beater right there against Reggie Jackson in the fucking step back, that was run right here. Everyone's like, yeah, Luca's the next face now. Sorry, Sion. Sorry, John Morant. Sorry, Tyler Hero, who I'll get to later. Luca's the next face. I don't care what anyone says. I, like, I know this is second season, you know, sophomores, juniors, they go to that slump. But Luca is playing like he's a 20-year vet while being 20. Or 21. I don't know how. He's fucking young. Like, <laughs> like, like the dude's a baller. Hell, he was so good. I had to buy a Luca jersey because of it. N- n- I'm not kidding. I literally bought a Luca jersey the next day. He was that good. And then, of course, KP was out, which honestly sucked. You know, if KP was in, they would have won in seven easily. I do not care what anyone says. The Clippers, the reason why they're so good is because. The fucking talent they have. Not the chemistry, but the talent. It's like it's like you have an all-star team, but then, you know, the chemistry's not there, you know? Then they go to the second round against the Nuggets, where they blew a fucking 3-1 lead. Okay. I usually don't clown 3-1s, but this right here is so good. Because the Nuggets is 8. Like, the Nuggets are straight up 8-8-8. No Nuggets. But, like, they they came back from a 3-1 lead. Not only in the first round, but in the second round against the Clippers. And, oh, boy. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go right here and do Clippers slander for a minute. Kawhi Leonard. After that series, you're no longer the best top 10 player in the world. I'm sorry. But after that performance, I'd rather put Anthony Davis, Kevin Durant, Zion, Luka above you. That's how much you badly performed. Badly. Paul George. Oh boy, I got so much things to say. Look, before I go ahead, Paul George, when he came down with that leg injury in 2014, that was understandable. You know, that was fucked up. That next season, OKC, he was pretty good. He helped. He was in contention for MVP and Defensive Player of the Year despite playing with Russell Westbrook. But then when he came to the Clippers and decided to clown on Damian Lillard on his Instagram, about Cancun on three, then getting blown out by the Nuggets. That right there was karma. Cause holy shit, Paul George, you are pathetic, man. Like you shot miserably in the fucking playoffs, man. Like and then and then there's this motherfucker Pat Bev. You know, oh, he's one of the best players in the league. He's one of the best defensive players in the league. Better than fucking Tony Allen. I'm like, all the guy does is shuffle his feet, get one to two steals here and there, and just. Basically, be annoying as fuck. And I know what you mean. Oh, it's his job to be annoying. It's his job to be a pest. I'm like, all I see is, not the greatest defenders never had to be fucking annoying against their opponents. Look at Michael Cooper, Tony Allen, Marcus Smart, Victor Oladipo, Drew Holiday. All those guys, they can defend, 
but they, they can also shut the fuck up as well and let their game do the talking. And this man, Pat Beth, he let his talking outperform his game. And he was just miserable. Holy moly. He was so bad that Damian Lillard, CJ McCollum, they were clowning. Clowning the Clippers hard. And I love that. Lou Williams. I like you, Lou Williams, but you're not Jamal Crawford. You're not Manu Ginobili. You're not Kevin McHale. I know you won Defensive Player of the Year, what, two, three times? But, like, dog, you're literally just score. You're, I know that's his term, professional score. But the dude's six feet. Six one, maybe. And, and he's a shooting guard, right? Everyone knows that short shooting guards don't perform unless your name is Allen Iverson or Dwayne Wade. Because, holy shit, he cannot play off-ball. You cannot play defense. Hell, you get exposed on defense most of the time. When you have a defender like Jamal Murray, you have to let someone defend him. Because... Ain't no way you're defending that. Not with your tiny ass. Hell, even Muxy Bokes couldn't defend the fucking bigger guys like him. And he's even, like, t- shorter. And then there's fucking Marcus Morris, who, who was a bitch in the Dallas series. I mean, he tried to injure fucking Luka Doncic twice. Like, that's a bitch, bitch move. Never fucking do I, 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 like, I know you have animosity towards that and whatnot, but, like, don't injure a player. That's just fucking miserable. And then there's fucking Doc Rivers, who, by the way, who's called the fucking Doc that chokes miserable every single time. Like, this team, you know who it reminds me of? It reminds me of the OX Celtics, you know, fucking super teams, you know, best fucking 2-3 players, you know. Oh, they're going to win all the way through. They're going to win against the Lakers because they're going to win against the Lakers. Oh, they're the better team in LA, not the Lakers. And then there's LeBron just winning his fourth ring in the bubble with Anthony Davis. Solidifying as one of the best now. Uh, 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 Kyle Kuzma was a bitch there, but that's Kyle Kuzma. Or should I say Kylie Kuzma, but that's regardless of the point. Uh, fucking JaVale McGee, Dwight Howard, GOAT. Go big man's good shit right there. Motherfucking Raja Vondo, the third star in the Lakers team. I might argue, guy was basically. They say he was a coach killer. I'd say just give him the right system, he'll do good. Give him a good coach, and a good support system. That's pretty good right there. KCP clutch, just fucking clutch money off the bench. Danny Red, uh, he's Danny Red. That's all I can say. Thank God he's in Philly now. Just gonna shoot bricks for Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid's gonna average like a double double every game now. I, he probably is actually. I'm not gonna fucking lie. He's averaging a double double, but like he's gonna average more boards, but whatever. Ah, uh, but yeah, the Clippers miserable, miserable. They said they were the next big thing. They have the best two rare players in the league. Either better than Kobe Bryant and Pal Gasol. And I'm like, y'all bitches blew a three one lead. Um, LeBron never blew one. Hell, he came back one. <laughs> so, like, dog. And then, ugh, the Nuggets, dude. They were so fucking phenomenal. Like, no disrespect to the Nuggets. I like them. They were phenomenal. They have the chemistry. Hell, their core, which is Jamal Murray, MPJ, Nikola Jokic, Paul Millsap. Uh, who the fuck is on that team? Oh, Gary Harris. They've been forming that formation for years now. Hell, I think Mike Malone was an all-star coach. The year before, or 2018 or so, like, that's fucking phenomenal, dude, like, so they have that core, they have that chemistry, hell, when Paul Millsap got to that fight, that was basically saying, yeah, you guys fucked up, Clippers, like, good job, like, why would you even do that, it's just like, god 
damn, y'all about to get cooked, cooked. And the Nuggets, they were so good. Okay, first of all, their rainbow jerseys, beautiful. They should be the primaries, but I can't judge that. But, like, those Nuggets jerseys, just fucking beauty, beautiful. I bought two of them, by the way, so it was just like... Go Nuggets. <laughs> but, like, yeah, the rainbow jersey. I seen the new all red, all orangey. Like, it's okay, but it's not like the classic rainbow. It's not like that. Those classics just. But <laughs> that's me besides the point. But the Nuggets, they were so good. It's unfortunate. They, imagine they went to the fucking finals. Imagine they do that. Like, that'd be fucking crazy. And I look on my phone and I see Duolingo. It's just like, I have not been on Duolingo for months now, ever since this quarantine started. Hell, I have a 200 day streak. But that's because I just do, like, one lesson a day, and then I just fucking sleep. But that's besides the point. <clears throat> but, fuck, I hate burps at night. <laughs> but, like, yeah, what's it called? The Lakers just dominant. Dominant machine. But, 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 we have to go to the Eastern Conference, because, oh, boy, I just got a lot to say about the fucking East. First of all, Giannis, uh, Milwaukee, good job. Good job in the second one. Just... Good job, just being miserable. Hell, in this offseason, they got Drew Holiday, which is nice, but I, we got the news today that Giannis signed his Supermax contract, which, what the fuck? I like you, Giannis. Okay, okay, before I go ahead, NBA, NBA fans, they have these two mindsets. If a player stays with their team or loyalty, basically, oh, they oh, yeah, have fun losing in the next five years, blah, blah, blah. But if that same player went to a super team, like, this guy has no loyalty, he's a ring chaser, blah, blah, blah. I, I support what Giannis does. For one, Milwaukee's a small market team. Small market players never stay after their first big contract. Hell, fucking look at the offseason uh, contract extensions. Jason Tatum, Bam Adebayo, Van Ferdinand V, uh, Brandon Ingram, uh, who else got a contract max? I'm trying. I'm trying to remember, but like, you know what I mean, right? Like rookies never stay that much. So this is like shout out to Giannis, man. Like I, I like like the money's good. Like a five year super max, forty eight per year deal. That's fucking beautiful, beautiful. But they did miserable in the fucking second round. That's all. Uh, were they in the second round? Yeah, they were in the second round because then Miami and then yeah, but yeah, um, miserable. Then we look over Philly, who, once again, were even a bigger disappointment this year. I know last year they almost went to the Eastern Conference Final because of the Kawhi bounce. But then this year, they lost Jimmy Butler, who now we know is not the problem. It's the coaches. Uh, but yeah, uh, Brett Brown, good job. I think, I like, like you know they say you're going to have to trade either Embiid or Simmons because they can't play together. No offense. But, like, those two are not a good match. Like, not chemistry-wise, but, like, player-wise. Because so you have a 7-feet center who can shoot the ball pretty good. He can also defend, hoop, rebound. He can do all those things, right? But his system, he needs a good support. But, like, you bitch-ass is signed Al Horford during the offseason. Which, by the way, everyone knows now... Never sign, never sign guys like Al Horford to a fucking four-year deal. Cause why would you, why would you ever sign a guy like Al Horford, who by the way is not in his peak anymore now, to a fucking big contract? Then you sign, then you re-signed Tobias Harris to a four-year deal. Both of those guys were making a hundred million plus together. Which, if those two were multiple All-Stars, wing winners, that was I can understand, but. 
Al Horford never won shit besides All-Stars and Tobias Harris, he's never been an All-Star. Like, I know he he's one of those guys who can say he's underrated or he plays like one but isn't one. I say to that, no, that's not a good excuse. You know, I, I know he's a tweener, you know, those guys who can play slash and small power, you know, those forward guys, right? But I say to that, not good enough. Then you have Ben Simmons, who I like, who I like. But the problem is, he can't shoot for shit outside of the key. If you can fucking sag off of him easily and double someone like a fucking Tobias Harris or Josh Richardson. But there's no point in fucking double teaming Ben Simmons outside the paint or the key. Because he, he can't shoot for shit. I'm sorry. So you're going to have to trade either one of those. And then, of course, <sighs> fucking Brooklyn, who I can understand. They were, they, like, when they signed both of fucking Kyrie and KD... Everyone knew KD wasn't coming back. No one can come back from an ACL tear that quick. I'm sorry, but those ACL tears are nasty. They take eons, eons to fucking repair at least. And, you know, the preseason tear. But we'll get to the, the new bubble, you can kind of say. But we'll get to that much later. But everyone knew Brooklyn was going to be like... Now they're going to be like top five, top three in the East, which is not saying much because it's the East. Then you have Boston, who are pretty good. Jason Tatum literally just proved out there. He's like the top 10 players, top 15 players in the NBA now. You know, Jalen Brown was okay, I guess. You know, Golden Hayward, eh. Their center, the problem is Boston has not had a good center since, wow, I, it's been too long. Their, their strengths are mainly to shoot, uh, guards and uh, forwards. Because if you look over in the 50s through the 70s, not 50s to 60s, Bill Russell was their center, John Havlicek, you know, all those guys. Then you go to, go to the 80s, Larry Bird, Kevin McHale, Robert Parrish. That's a nice big three. And then you go over to the 90s and 2000s. 90, 2000s, they had Ray Allen, KG, and Paul Pierce, which is pretty good. And KG can play center, but he wasn't necessarily their center. He was just a power forward. Because, you know, he's like, what, like 6'10", 6'11". He, rumors say that he's almost 7 feet, but I, I might... He's, yeah, he's kind of 7 feet. But, you know, he can play center if he wants to, but he wasn't. And then you go over now to this current Boston team. Their weakness is the center right now. Like, they have good slashers and guards. It's just... I know they have Kemba. I know they have Hayward. Da, da, da. They had... Sorry. They had Hayward. Now he's gone, but we'll get to that in a minute. So that's their problem. And then I look over Toronto, who, yeah, they were dominant this year. But, you know, you can tell by the loss of Kawhi, it impacted. That's bullshit. Kawhi, everyone knows, Greg Popovich is right. He's not really the man. He's not really the leader. He's he's the guy you can, like, give the ball to for the last shot. But he's not, like, the dog who will hype up those players. You know, He's not that guy. But he's a low-key narcissist. Kawhi Leonard, I'm sorry. But those bitch moves he did for the Clippers, whew, I mean, coming to team practices late, scheduling them, coming to team flights late, choosing when to sit out for load management. Like, come on, that's a bitch, bitch move, Kawhi. Never do that. Imagine your star player doing that. Imagine LeBron, LeBron doing that. You know what? He already gets enough criticism, so imagine that. But yeah, Toronto, they were dominant. The problem is, 
the bubble affected everyone mentally. Because imagine being stuck just there. You cannot go out anywhere for four months. That's nasty. Like that's that's terrible for your mental health. Like yeah, the food's gonna be nice and whatnot, and yeah, you're gonna be earning millions of dollars of playing the game that you love. But it money's not everything. Money is not everything. The more the more the said this, you know, despite despite the fact that they're basketball players, they're humans first. So yeah, Toronto they were decent. The problem is Pascal wasn't the same from the finals last year. That was not Pascal. That was just the guy pretending to be Pascal. Cause like the guy, the guy I like I like Spicy P, but he wasn't spicy. He was just bland as shit. So it was just miserable. It was miserable for Pascal. Van Fleet inconsistency. Lowry, he's the leader, but he's not like the first option. He's not that guy. So there's that. The only ones who were consistent were OG and Marcus Gasol, who were fucking beautiful. Especially that shot against Boston. Beautiful. I remember going to the Game 7 in Boston Pizza with a couple of the homies, which was really fun, by the way. We ate, we talked, and then we watched the game. We were like, shit, who's going to win? Hell, I even bet like $10 Toronto was going to win, and they lost, so I lost my money. But it is what it is. But yeah, um, Boston, they were really good. Then the Miami Heat. When they signed Jimmy in the offseason, people thought that, you know, Jimmy was just, just going to be there for, you know, just being there. He's not going to win shit. He's not going to do this, that. But, oh, boy, were we wrong. Because, for one, Jimmy went to the fucking NBA Finals with two, three rookies. Okay, let's start with the roster. Go on, Tragic. Great point guard ever since his Phoenix days. Yeah, he's gotten older, but he's a nice veteran presence that you need. Tyler Hero, or should we say Tyrone Hero? Because that boy went off, off. I'm not, okay, he's a bit overrated now, but like Tyler Hero, that's my guy. Like, that's like, shout out to Tyler Hero. That's he's he's balling, he's balling, balling for this rookie year. He might be an all star, but in the East, too many players for the all star contingency. But yeah. Then there's fucking Bam Adebayo, who was supremely good this year. Hell, I think he even got All-Star this year, which is fucking pretty good, considering the fact that, you know, he got drafted pretty low. I think he was, like, he was a lottery pick. He was 14th out of Kentucky. He was pretty good. Like, I gotta give this guy, like, shout-out to Bam Adebayo. Off the bench, Duncan Robinson, automatic shooter. That man, that man probably shoots like 90% from the three. He can never, he can't miss. I play him on 2K, his shot, green. Every single day. Like, that shot really is fucking money. And then you look at fucking, then you look at the bench. Andre Godala and Jay Crowder, pretty good pieces, I might argue. They were pretty nice pieces. Were they fucking small? With, they didn't play much? Yeah, they didn't play much, but this is like, eh, whatever. You know, you can do this, you can do that. And then finally, Jimmy G. Jordan Butler. Let me tell you something. That man right there just literally proved to the fucking planet that he's not the problem. Like, I know, like, before before we go ahead, if you were to told someone in 2018, 2017, that Jimmy Butler was going to lead a bunch of guys to the NBA Finals, you, you would have thought they were joking. Like, no bullshit. But Jimmy Butler just basically said... I'm here for the game. He literally, literally has the same drive as Jordan. Like, if you saw the Last Dance documentary this year, 
you know they have that same killer mentality. They want to win. They don't care what anyone says. They don't care if you offend them or not. They literally just want to win. And I can respect that about Jimmy Butler. Because the guy literally, all he does, he, he, he wants to win at the end of the day. He wants to win. And Miami, like, combine that heat culture, their attitude, Pat Riley, Eric Spolstra. That's a winning fucking formula. Because everyone knows heat culture. You can be an all-star. You can be an NBA, whatever, right? But they'll push you. They'll push you hard with this fucking phrase, hard work beats talent when talent can't work hard enough. That's their fucking epitome. Look at Wade. Look at Bosch. Look at LeBron. Look at fucking... Ah, uh, fuck. Like, you know what I mean? Look at Alonzo Mourning. They literally push guys to their absolute best. They don't care what anyone says. They don't care if you've offended them. They want to win at the end of the day regardless. And that right there was fucking beautiful. Did they lose? Of course they lost. But at the end of the day, they won. And they're up next. That and the Vice uniforms are one of the best uniforms by far. I think I got like, I got the all black, all pink in Wade's number. Then I got the all blue with um, Tyler Hero's number. So now I need the all white one with either Bam or Jimmy Butler. Because I can't have all, I, I like Dwayne Wade, but like imagine three Dwayne Wade jerseys. That's nuts. And of course they launched their um, final Vice Versa jerseys, which looks, they look like the yogurt cup, they said. But I, I kind of like it, but it's not like the baby blue or like the, not baby blue. Why the fuck did I say baby blue? It's like the all white one. But yeah, you know what? The NBA bubble was really, really good. Good basketball exposed a lot of people a lot of teams out there so now we're in december now they were supposed to start the 2020 2021 season in january which is like next month can you fucking believe it 2021 is here now almost here but you know it would have not made sense for the league financially because they lost a lot of money thanks to the pandemic but a lot of people did so they figured december financially is a good money and they're gonna make their money back and now we looked at where the draft draft wise it was eh because you know you, you have a couple of pieces here and there but i wasn't like excited on, on this draft like last year's last year's draft was straight up fire like john Morant, zion williamson tyler hero fucking cam reddish rj barrett like that last year's draft and the year draft before beautiful this year eh, i i like james wiseman well like he's on golden state where golden state before uh, steph curry's injury they were fucking a dynasty like clay thompson steph curry draymond they were fucking a big three so now i can't wait to see how james wiseman does in his rookie year considering it's a fucking big big place charlotte with lamella ball let me just say right here the Charlotte pinstripe jerseys, I want them now. I literally want them. I do not care what... Like, like their main jerseys are eh, but they're fucking all-star. They're not all-star. <laughs> they're fucking pinstripe jerseys. The pinstripes looks beautiful. They look beautiful. And the fact that they have the Jordan label instead of the Nike label, just fucking beautiful. It's beautiful. But yeah, LaMelo, you know, the guy grew up literally in front of eyes. I remember just like yesterday, it was literally like 2017, 2018. When he dropped 92 in a high school game. Lily just pointed at the court. Booyah. Half court shot. But now the guy is grown up now. He's mature. You can see like the maturity in this and all that. 
you know, he's he's professional now because of his Australia trip, Lithuania trip. Guy's been everywhere. And and, and, I, and I know this is saying a lot, but, like, LeVar Ball might be a genius. Might be. Like, like I, like... Say what you say about his like attitude and like hype up towards kids, but, but the guy's being a good father. That's saying a lot. Like the guy is just being a good father to his kids. You know, he wants all three of them to be in the NBA. You know, Lonzo, Lelangelo, Lamelo. That's fucking good. You know, shout out to Lamelo uh, Lavar. I know he's kind of been yeah, more on, but he's a genius. The guy's a genius, a marketing genius, and he knows what the fuck he's doing. He knows. If he says some stupid shit, he's going to get a lot of media press. Like, that's saying a lot. And, of course, Charlotte signed Gordon Hayward, which... I like Gordon Hayward, but you're really going to sign him to a four-year deal of that much money? That's a little sauce right there, Jordan. But whatever. You want to be a charity? So be it, dude. (laughs) But, yeah. um, But then Philly got... Philly traded Al Horford somehow... Imagine trading Al Horford, whose contract is disgusting, by the way. Like, it's a disgusting contract. No one wants that contract. To OKC, who, by the way, OKC is going to own, like, the next five to seven years in the draft lottery. Like, they got so many picks now. I They finessed the Clippers, dude. They finessed the Clippers package. Like, they got all, they secured the bag. They secured the bag, man. Like, they're going to get the number one pick every single, top ten picks every year now. But yeah, they were pretty good. Then of course they got Danny Red now, which, eh, but whatever. Uh, okay, see, I know they traded CP3 to Houston, who's by the way, Valley jerseys, the Valley Boy jerseys, just looks fucking beautiful. I know you traded Kelly or Ubre to Golden State, but those Valley jerseys, I want them. San Antonio, they bought back the Fiesta jerseys, which just looks so beautiful, like. Black with red, yellow, green, all that. Thank God they did not do another camel. Because I hate, hate camel jerseys with passion. Like, like, I don't know. They've been doing camel since 2013, 2014. I know San Antonio is a big, like, U.S. military city. But you can't just have camel, camel, camel. You need... I'm saying camouflage, but then I'm saying camel. Like the fucking camel toe. No soldier boy, but like you know, so yeah, that's fucking nuts for the NBA. Oh, oh, Atlanta's New Jersey's. I seriously, what's with jerseys getting better every single year now? Like I know the sponsorship tags looks weird and whatnot, but they they're getting better every single year now. Like some, I'm gonna go broke because of these jerseys now. So yeah, also in other sports shit. Um, uh, yeah, Seattle's being good right now. Lamar Jackson just had a fucking game of the year against the Browns yesterday out of all people. But, you know, it, it's just like, you know, Patrick Mahomes with that fucking crazy contract he got. That lifetime deal, yeah, he's going to be a chief for life now. Like, he got the richest sports contract in North America. Like, the guy's going to be a fucking billionaire before he turns 29 at least. And the fact that he's a minority owner of the Kansas City Royals, that's fucking nice. Also, speaking of baseball, the Dodgers won the fucking World Series after so many years of choking. So many years of choking. Fucking shout out to LA. They, they're winning their rings, man. Oh, oh, we're not just winning on the Rams now. Because everyone knows the Chargers are not a LA team. They're a fucking San Diego team. They should have stayed in San Diego. But I guess that sweet, sweet LA money just affects everyone, huh? <laughs> 
So next up is the goddamn election. So this election year, first of all, before we go ahead, I didn't even know we had an election. Like this year was just fucking so crazy that I was like, oh yeah, on top of this, we have a goddamn election. A US election, sorry. The Canadian election's like, it was last year, so yeah. Like you had so many issues, like the pandemic, protests, the economy, the vaccine. Like you had so many issues in the fucking 2020. It's like, oh yeah, on top of this, we have an election. But I'm just gonna say it right here from a non-political standpoint, both candidates were meh. I'm sorry, but I'm speaking from an unbiased, neutral standpoint. Both candidates were not that good or not that bad. They were mixed. Because on one hand, you have Trump, who before the pandemic, they were winning the economy. The economy was fucking good. Like, from an economy standpoint, Trump was winning. But from a fucking social, political standpoint, he was... Eh, he had to deal with an impeachment, you know, allegations, all that stuff, corona. Uh, and on the other hand, you have Biden, who's fucking 77 now, and Kamala Harris, who... Okay, before I go ahead, I don't like Kamala Harris. I, I'm sorry right here, I don't like Kamala Harris. I know she's brown, she's half Indian or whatnot, but like, dog... As a brown man myself, no, you're just being a fucking idiot, Kamala. You considered yourself black before the election, but because you needed that minority card, the brown card, you had to bring in your privilege. Ooh, so it's like, no, her her policies don't fit with a lot of Indians who are conservative, who have been conservative since the fucking 80s and 90s. Like, you should know that, but like, instead, it's just like whatever but it's like i don't know i call him less man joe biden eh. but you know what it's either way i didn't care about this fucking who wins who loses it's when like like the americans ask oh why do you care about election this is our own concern we're like you have military bases everywhere in the world and your policies influence us so we have to watch your election basically and that and your elections are more famous they're more grandeur you know, fucking little pump was supporting Trump. Little Wayne, like, goddamn dog, like, what the fuck, little Wayne? I like you, but you're fucking being an idiot. <laughs> and, and the fact that he loved Trump lost is like, I wonder how little Wayne's gonna come back from this, considering he just lost majority of his fan base now. God, I just love drinking beer at the middle of the night. It's a Bud Light. It's an okay beer, but. Whatever, it's not my favorite, it's not that bad. But it's like, yeah, this election, I don't know. It, it was interesting to see. I stayed up all night. Hell, even my parents were watching, who don't even watch America. Even my mom, who was watching the American election. And she's not even to American politics that much. She's like, oh yeah. Because like, like she sees the corona numbers like every single day now. Like She lets me know, this is how much this has, this is how much this has. I'm like, oh fuck. But yeah, now the vaccine's coming now soon, which is fucking crazy now, considering March was like when like the cases started to take over. Now we have the vaccine. Like usually vaccines take years, right? But because of Corona, a lot of investors pitched in their money, like for the testing, clinical testing, trials. They pushed a lot of money just so we can get the world back in track. Which, you know what, I think by the next year, the vaccine will 
have everyone, but then at the same time, masks, social distancing, those policies will still appear in there. But you know what? I don't mind taking the vaccine, you know. But I want to see what's your opinion on the vaccine. Are you it or no? Because, you know, there's a lot of mixed opinions about the vaccine right now. They're like, oh, yeah, what's in the vaccine, blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to take it. There's microchips, drugs, and, like, you're telling me you rather snort crack, ass, eat a hot dog, all that shit before taking the vaccine? That's kind of sus, though, but whatever. <laughs> but, like, yeah, dude, it's just, like, are you really going to take a... You, I'm not going to take a vaccine. You have to. Because, you know, some places will have those, do you have your vaccine, the certification and whatnot. Hopefully my boy's birthday will be next month. And thank God the vaccine should be here. Because I want to celebrate. I want to go out again. I've been stuck at home for the last five months now or something like that. Which reminds me, half the time I was gone because I had a job. I know, right? This isn't my job. So, I worked from home um, I would say at the end of September towards the beginning of November, a job which was work from home, which was basically me being a customer relation agent selling lottery tickets for some reason. I know the company was in Ontario. It was a, it was an okay money like thirteen per hour, but God the fucking hours sucked. Like you work from fucking sunrise to like five five p.m., which basically means by dark now, cause you know seasonal depression hits differently if you know what I mean. But like, yeah, it wasn't okay. Half half the time it was gone because of that and me being lazy. I get way too lazy, and that I wanted to make a big big episode patch, you know. So it was that, but yeah, I got fired, which and eh, I don't really care. I I knew it was a temporary gig sooner or later to pass the time because everyone knows customer relationship agents and call centers all that shit it's not it's not good it's not it's not good paying it's decent paying i guess but the hours aren't good hell i only got like at the beginning i had like three or four shifts but then towards the end of my line i only had like one to two shifts which was fucking, fucking mediocre as hell <laughs> but like yeah i i think i hopefully the economy should be smooth by this point because holy shit this economy is fucked right now cat to usd usd those forex motherfuckers like i saw this post the other day it's like it's like oh yeah you got i'm selling ps5 so 350 and then this guy slides up like you got the ps5 it's like yeah but then i'm like ah, i'm just playing with you you know people want a ps5 first rather than investing i'm like shut the fuck up you forex goofies i know forex is a big market the market itself it's not bad but the problem is a lot it's a it's a risk it's not long term it's not that good. It's a it's a short term gig. The money we should go to stocks really, but that's just another day, another time. But it's just like you have you have the forex foreign exchange, which means basically, and eh, it's like, eh, it is what it is, but not really. Also, you know, the Canadian politics. You know, you here have the fucking Liberal Party, the Conservatives, they're fucking. Who's that guy? Aaron O'Toole or something like that? Yeah, uh, the conservative parties are just being a fucking idiot, basically. Then there's the NDP, which is... Eh, I like I like Jugmeat, but he's kind of not it sometimes. He's mixed. Then you have the protests going on in India right now, which... You know what? Before I go ahead, shout out to the farmers. I support the farmers, all that, right? But I want to go ahead at the Instagram activists. Years before the protests happened, by the way, which is 
this year because you know you weren't not give a fuck about Punjab's issues. You did not give a fuck. Like anytime Punjab had an issue before this year, y'all would just be sleeping on my heads. But then every time when the protests happen, oh oh fucking Punjab has this this and this and then like you do realize you just started giving a fuck this year when really you didn't give a fuck about India over the last fucking ten years or so. Oh, growing up, I was you know they. You know, racism 10 years ago. It's different than now today because of inclusiveness. Ooh. He has to have everyone in it. You know, it's like, oh, you fucking make me disgust. Because you used to be racist years ago when you were fucking elementary school. Making fun of my accent, food. Nowadays, oh, everyone's here now. We have to be inclusive. Ooh. It's like, you're just being fucking idiots. <laughs> I'm sorry, but just, you're, you're being fucking idiots at this point. But it's just like, ah, uh, how much fucks can you give more? That, that sounds sus. That sounds sus. But no, but this is like, ah, uh, slacktivism. Who loves that? By just posting a black square, racism over, guys. Signing a petition, racism is over, guys. Like, ooh, the fucking she, her, bio, L, B, L, M, L, sign this petition here. Uh, all cops are bastards. I'm just like, shut the fuck up. You're not a politician. You're a 15 year old who whose hormones are going down right now. Who suddenly gives a fuck about political issues when you can't even fucking vote. Like, like they always say, you know, allow 16, 17 year olds to vote. I say don't. Because they're still fucking young. They're still fucking idiots. Easily influenced. Like, 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 if you were to told 15 year old me, would you vote for this candidate? Because, you know, he has this policy for you guys. I would have. But if you told the same 18-year-old, the 15-year-old is not 18, about the guy's politics, now you'd be like, why the fuck would I vote for him? So, they can be easily influenced, you know? You don't want that. And, like, slacktivism, it's fucked. I'm sorry, it's fucked. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, enough about the politics. Let's, let's get to the good, fun stuff. Next up is the next generation consoles. Everyone knew the next generation consoles were going to be a thing eventually. That's not the issue here. Hell, I, I everyone knew it was time for the next generation consoles. Hell, it was been seven years since the PS4 got dropped. I'm like, holy shit, seven years now. That was fucking nuts. And like the PS4, I mean, shit, this year, Ghost of Tsushima, man, just a good, good game. But then this pandemic hit, and now all of a sudden, half the people can't afford consoles, which is understandable, right? So the new generation consoles, they're alright so far, I guess. I mean, you know, you have the PS5, Xbox Series models, they're good and whatnot, but then, you know, as every new generation, if they're gonna have mugs, they're gonna have issues, which is, that's why I didn't get one at launch. Like, no offense, but I'm not gonna get a next generation console at launch. I'm not that guy. I like my PS4. Hell, they're still gonna release PS4 games until 2022, realistically. Cause goddamn, Miles Morales already on PS4. Horizon 2 already on PS4. Like, I, like the only games I can't play are really the next generation NBA 2K21. Let's, let's be honest. Imagine that fucking model in the last gen. That would have been impossible. So it's just like I have no issues with that. My issues are ever ever. Um, uh, they're going to release a slim model. They're going to release a slim model eventually. And now I'm going to wait. Because I'm not in that same mood of buying a new next generation console. It's like, 
like as of right now, there's no big differences because you know eventually all the PS5 games will be on PS4. Speaking of which, Halo Infinite got delayed again. Like, like dog, Halo, you gotta drop at some point because Xbox, like, you know, each generation has that like good old tools of reliability. Xbox and Microsoft, that's Halo, and I know what you mean. But they got Bethesda, you know, they, they bought Bethesda for like a billy billy. And I'm like, bruh, they, they, um, just because they bought a billy dollars, just because it's, uh, why? Like, 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 I hope Bethesda, they can fuck it up. They don't fuck it up. This is like, I don't know, man. Shit's weird. Shit's weird. <laughs> but you know what? I hope Xbox can win. PS5 looks great. I mean, the new God of War next year, gonna be lit. New Spider-Man looks okay. You already know the exaggerated swagger of a black team. If if you don't know that, that's a that's a joke. Uh, I'm not I'm not actually racist, guys. Don't cancel me, please. Twitter, I don't need. I already got enough bullshit on my table plate, but, but, but whatever. <laughs> but yeah, it's just like yeah. Uh, it, they look great. The next generation 2K. I'm not gonna buy 2K, but it looks good. At least no more pie charts now. So, yay. <laughs> The, the new association mode looks great or might lead to some of you so it's like sheesh and zion as a cover athlete and I, I know i know i'm talking about too much sports but like i like zion but josh should have been ah then again zion's more marketable you know when you have fucking crazy athleticism you can just dunk all over the face i hate burping so much dude i hate burps but it's like yeah but yeah, I hope then. Uh, speaking of which, Cyberpunk, good god mighty. It finally dropped now after fucking seven years in development. When it started development, I was in middle school. I- I'm not even kidding, I was in middle school. Now that it's out, I'm a 19 year old who doesn't know what the fuck it is he wants. <laughs> like, you know what I mean, right? It was supposed to come out in April, then it got delayed to September, then it got delayed to November, then, like, oh yeah, it's like we're gonna drop it in December. And look what happened now. That game looks horrible on last gen. If you're gonna get Cyberpunk, do not get it for PS4. I'm sorry, but it looks horrible on PS4. Like, the only way you can properly play it with smoothly and looks beautiful is next gen consoles and pc and the game itself it's not bad but it's definitely definitely overhyped it's like eight sevens realistically from like user reviews because like imagine dropping a game hyping it up for seven years on a console that you knew it start when it started development the ps4 just got dropped like according to the efforts their efforts were conceptualization art story all those things before agile development i'm like you could have used one more delay like the gaming community is fucking stupid at times it's like you know delay 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 but then when you drop the game on time it's like this is buggy this is blah 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 but this is like why this is like i don't know stupidity i guess but you know what at least they acknowledge it they know that i know we know this game doesn't look that great on last gen so we're gonna fix it if you don't like it you can refund it and that i I can respect but this is like dog and the game itself it's okay i mean i heard the story was meh the ending was meh like it's a good story but it's like a ubisoft game you know it's just like i'm not I, i might get it eventually just for to see what the fuck's the hype about but i'm not one of those dudes who's like oh yeah i need to get it i'm not that 
I'd rather get like Ghost of Tsushima, who should have won Game of the Year, by the way. But you know, The Last of Us Part Two just wins everything, and you know they're on that they suck that good dick for money. But that <laughs> that's just my my fucking theory. But that's whatever. But you know what? Game, gaming this year was really good. A lot of people picked up more games because of the quarantine. Hell, Animal Crossing got Game of the Year uh, nomination, which is weird. But you know, uh, quarantine happened. You know, the Fantasy Islands. You know, the beautiful, beautiful Sunshine Weather State, baby. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. It is what it is. But now it's just like, Ghost of Tsushima, Doom Eternal was good, I heard. Good sequel. Age of Calamity. Having a better story than Breath of the Wild, Genshin Impact, which blew the fuck up this year. Um, yucky, yucky. Uh, uh, uh. I don't like those. I don't like you weebs. I'm just kidding. Um, I know I have friends who play Genshin Impact. To those I say, um, keep playing it. I don't care. You're not gonna influence me. Uh, Among Us, which dropped in 2018, got fucking popular this year. Like, holy shit, the memes. God damn, even fucking politicians were playing that shit. Fucking AOC was playing that shit on fucking Twitch. That shit was fucking funny. And then fucking, what else? Fall Guys. <laughs> who, who remembers Fall Guys now? It's like, they, it used to be a thing for a minute. But it's just like, and It is what it is. But it's just like, yeah. Also, what else got dropped? I'm sure there's so many games that got dropped this year. I I lost track. Oh yeah, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I mean, they have the black uh, black flag director. This is cool, I guess. Cool story. I hope. I hope it's good because you know Ubisoft games had that mixed reaction. Watch Dogs um, Legion got dropped, which I heard it's not bad actually. You know, a little bit of bugs here and there. But you know, it's a Ubisoft game. What did you guys expect? <laughs> so now it's just like, huh, what else is there? There's a lot of games, dude. But you know what? That's that's whatever. Now, now, we're on our final topic. Now we're just Toku or Tokusatsu. And this is all my people out there who love those Toko shows. Let's talk about the latest season and Rider. Savor. <laughs> So right now, uh, Saber dropped like two months ago, which is goddamn September. Jesus. Uh, right now, the season's eh. If, if some of you know, you can know. But like, holy shit. It's, it's, a, it's a decent season. The main character's okay, I guess. Uh, Kento's really good. Rintaro's... These, ah, fuck, I'm just gonna say. Rintaro's good. He's a, he's a fucking nice-ass secondary. Like, he's a good, good secondary. One of the nicest secondary, but he's not like, he's like B to A tier right now. Uh, Kento, aka Espada. Great third, but holy shit, what's with the yellow rider curse? Too many yellow riders dying too quickly. Like, way too quickly because of the fucking villain power up. Buster slash Kenza. Kanzan, pretty good characters. Love their toys. Hell, especially the fucking Susano or Suzuno, something like that. You know, a fucking gun blade. Who, 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 who wouldn't want that? Uh, a gun blade for fucking a pink gun blade. It's like a pink and blue. It's like a neon color. It's pretty cool if if you've seen it. Gekido, which is like a big ass sword. A, a big ass sword. That's like I don't even know how tall it is. 
uh, but it's like it's like a great sword. It's like a great sword with orange accents. Pretty cool. Kenzon is a ninja blade. You can it's like you can do wield it. You can do wield it. Like who doesn't like do wielding shit? <laughs> but you know what? It's an okay season so far. You know the pacings here and there. Weird pacing. The heroine May, she's okay, I guess, but like, she's not that annoying, that's for sure. The upgrade forms look so fucking beautiful. Draconic Knight, King Lion, like fucking beauty, but I'll take Draconic Knight every single day now. Uh, what else is there? Uh, Caliber or Calibra. I don't know why Cali <laughs> Cauliflower. <laughs> well, Caliber's good. The twist was. So everyone knew who he really was, you know, the twist and whatnot. I was like, eh, I would want something else, but the twist was okay, I guess. But the book, the gimmicks are really not bad. The book gimmicks, like, who doesn't like books? Like, don't read them, but whatever. <laughs> but you know what? Okay, Needle Hedgehog, best book, no bias, I'm just kidding. But uh, yeah. There's gonna be more books eventually. The pacing will get fixed on itself. Like people on the Reddit are saying, "Oh, it's gonna be terrible." CGI as this X writer that I'll show that ninety per eighty percent, thirty percent. Hey, I'm just saying, just give the show a fucking shot. You know, we're in November. I keep saying November, even though we're not in November. We're in December now. I hate my life. We're in December. It's not the end of the season yet. But we're just in the first arc. So if anything, give it more time. It's just like, I don't know, man. People are fucking idiots. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. But you want to right now? So far, it's a decent show. You know, I the, the I hope the movies are good, I guess. Zero One was pretty cool, actually. Zero One was pretty cool. Albeit, the fucking last arc was, eh, Corona ruins it. It is what it is. But you know what? Realizing Hopper, albeit, it's just a key change night with a form changes it looks like the fucking regular form but with the fucking brand new key to initialize it okay i'm not gonna i'm not gonna lie it's a good sound it's a clean sound my eardrums feel blessed but it's just like i don't know what i what i've enjoyed i don't know no i'm not down this beer yet i don't down beers i don't know why oh yeah Overall, Zero One was a pretty good show. Some arcs were meh. Some parts were <coughs> fuck. Some parts were eh. But it is what it is. I liked it overall. Uh, the Sentai. Sentai's been going down, right? Like, the show itself. Like, the current season, Kira Major. It's a good season. It's a good show. But, like, holy shit, dog. It needs a lot of money. It's making, like... 4 billion at the moment right now like 4 billion yen the three quarters three quarters which is seven months fuck i can't math you shouldn't know me but i can't i can't math but you know what it's it's a good show it's just not making enough money that reminds me if i get reggie on here he will simp for miyokuda way too much and um i'll be bamboozled <laughs> Uh, so yeah, it, it is what it is, but now we're at the end of the show now, holy shit, it feels so good to be come back here, and the studio, not really a studio, but I call it a studio, it, it, it feels good to be a comeback on the booth, you, you shall say, I don't know, after four, three months in this fucking house, 
just doing nothing. <laughs> you know, this is like now we're at the end of the line. Twenty twenty is almost over. Which thank God, this year has just been fucking weird. But you know what? I hope we can make it out. I hope we can survive twenty twenty one. I just hope not a lot of shit goes down like next year. Cause holy shit, God just said fuck y'all. We're dropping ten years of history into one single year. You know. Hopefully, I can invest more. I can save money more. I'll try, I guess. Cause merch, I like. I like toys. I like tokusai. I like. I like. I like good shit. <laughs> you know, I, I like that good shit. You know, not not that sexual shit. I don't. I'm <laughs> but anyways, you know what? I hope twenty twenty one's good. You know, I hope we can go to Mars eventually. Jesus, like every citizen need to go to Mars, colonize some fucking planets. Did you heard the other day? Fucking. Galactic Foundation, like goddamn, like fucking aliens now, like goddamn, motherfucker, <laughs> aliens and shit, like shit. Israel was involved for some reason, like why the fuck? Out of all the countries, the USA and Israel, Israel. But <laughs> there was this joke I heard. This is the joke, by the way. My drip be too hard because it's Israel. Oh my! I was like, goddamn! It's just like the fucking. It's like it's like the Gucci hat with the fucking yarmulke on. I was like, <laughs> a Gucci yarmulke. Oh my goddamn! That's fucking funny, dude. That's a joke, by the way. Please don't cancel me, Twitter culture. I think. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, anyways, I'm I'm out, man. This is this has been fun, man. Um, hopefully next the next time I arrive, I'm not alone. Hopefully I can get another Discord call and that lasts me hours or something like that. Hopefully. Anyways, I'm out here. This shit's been fucking good. I'll see you guys later. Peace.